Welcome to the Living Stones podcast. These are a recording of our Sunday morning meetings. We pray that these will be a blessing to you. So please, enjoy listening. If you want to know more, please contact us at office at livingstoneschurch.co.uk. Welcome everybody, but um, it's over to Rob. Yes. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Sunday, the 8th of November. Um, I think I know everybody on the call, but if there are people that I don't, I'm Rob. I'm part of the leadership team here at Living Stones, and I'll be uh, comparing our way through our through our time together on, on Zoom this morning. Um, and yeah, it's been quite a big week, huh? We've uh, gone into... Um, well, I think what's been termed a second lockdown, although whenever I've been out and about, wait, it wait, wait. certainly doesn't feel like the uh, doesn't feel like the first lockdown, but still, um, still, still, some quite big restrictions on our time. There was also a big election this week. Uh, I'm sorry to report that Jessica here did not win a place on school council at Tollgate, but she did concede the race graciously. And she told us that Milo, the boy that won it, is funny and clever and is also named after a drink that we used to drink in Singapore. So she was quite happy. Um, but yes, there was uh, there was another election this week as well. Uh, as we know, I know Living Stones is a quite outward looking church. And even if you weren't like me and on uh, watching CNN for 72 hours straight uh, from about four o'clock Wednesday morning, uh, can't fail to have... Uh, can't fail to have seen that the the unite our, our brothers and sisters in the United States have a new uh, new president elect, and yeah, I mean it's it's uh, I found I think it's quite interesting. It's a it's a time of change and a time of uncertainty for uh, for many people um, on that side of the pond, and also for a lot of our Christian brothers and sisters as well living uh, living in the U.S. I think many will be extremely happy at the outcome. And I think many will be extremely sad. And I think, as has been said in many places, not all places, but in many places, that uh, you know the, the US is a, a divided country, but it does need, uh, it needs calm and it needs peace. And I think it needs a great deal of healing as well. And as I was thinking about this morning, I certainly don't want to turn uh, the, the service into a big analysis of what's uh, of what's happened over the last few days but I was struck by um, a couple of verses and I just want to um, to, to, to read those so first um, Romans 13 um, verse 1 so it says let everyone be subject to the governing authorities for there is no authority except that which God has established the authorities that exist have been established by God and I think that's obviously important for us to remember and, and, and I think the president of the US is often referred to as the leader of the free world and I can see some logic within that I certainly wouldn't have stayed up for 72 hours straight to find out who's going to be the next president of Argentina or or probably even France to be honest um, but the important thing I think to remember is that they're the human leader um, and they don't have the authority that God has. And I think often uh, the US refers to itself as one nation under God, but actually we're one world under God. And so I think it's useful to set that in context by 
um, by thinking about Job 26, verses 7 to 14, where we read, He spreads out the northern skies above empty, over empty space. He suspends the earth over nothing. He wraps up the waters in his clouds, yet the clouds do not burst under their weight. He covers the face of the full moon, spreading his clouds over it. He marks out the horizon on the face of the waters for a boundary between light and darkness. The pillars of the heavens quake, aghast at his rebuke. By his power, he churned up the sea. By his wisdom, he cut Rahab to pieces. By his breath, the skies became fair. His hand pierced the gliding serpent. And these are but the outer fringes of his work. How faint the whisper we hear of him. Who then can understand the thunder of his power? And I think as, yeah, as we see what comes over the, the next few days and weeks uh, for the US and for the ripples that it may cause around the world, I think it's worth remembering that the president-elect, the current president, and all of their predecessors were human beings who were born mortal, who left this world as mortals. They wield a great deal of power within their structures, but they didn't put the stars in the sky. They didn't form the mountains. They didn't breathe life into any person. They don't know every cell in every body of every one of the seven and a half billion people who live, uh, who live on this planet. So while I think uh, for me, it's been an incredibly, uh, uh, incredibly fun week to get my nerdy political uh, mind into gear and watch these, uh, watch these electoral races happen. I think stepping back for a moment and remembering that these are all just human things in a human world. And actually the Lord is sitting above all of this and guiding all our ways. So I just want to, uh, to pray for our brothers and sisters uh, in the US and also uh, commit our time together today uh, to the Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you that you are in control. Thank you, Lord, that there is no dilemma, no argument, no situation that is bigger than you, that you can't solve. And Father, we pray for our brothers and sisters uh, in the US, the ones who are happy and the ones who are sad. But most of all, Lord, we pray for peace and for calm and for the factionalism that we see there to 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 begin to evaporate lord to that we can see um consensus and that we can see brotherly and sisterly love abounding father we pray uh, for the safety of uh, everybody involved in those uh, elections over the over the coming days lord and lord we we looking close to home we pray for um for our town and for our nation and for our time together this morning, Lord. Father, give us, uh, give us open ears and open hearts, Father. Father, speak to each of us as we spend our time together today. Give us new insights, new revelations, new thoughts and ideas, Father. But most of all, Lord, keep us focused on you. Keep us focused on the cross. We come together today to remember, um, we will remember those who have given so much so that we can live in a in a relatively peaceful land but lord we also remember the biggest sacrifice the sacrifice that you made on the cross and we can never find the words to express our gratitude for that the father be with us this morning in jesus name amen amen
And at this point, I think I will pass to Ellie for some a time of worship. Morning, everybody. <laughs> um, we're going to worship God today, um, and um, Charlie has chosen our songs for us this morning. Um, so thank you, um, Charlie Ayres, that is, Charlie, for, um, for your songs. Um, we're going to um, do the first two back to back, um, and um, they uh, the songs are very much... Um, focused on on how God is our father and we are his um children um so afterwards we'll have an open time of prayer um and um I'd like you to to pray to our father so when we uh, when we're in our open time of prayer um uh, just um acknowledge him as your as your as your father and and that you are his child Dear Heavenly Father, you are my father and I am your child. And I thank you that as Rob prayed, you who flung stars into space, you who um, uh, put the mountains in place, the highest of highest mountains and the depths of the sea um, and the, the, the vast, vast expanse of the universe. Um, you are my father and I am your child. It's just, it's unbelievable. It, it's too good to be true, um, but it is true. Thank you. Thank you, Father. If you want to pray out, um, please unmute yourselves um, and let's pray out. Yes, Lord, what is man that you're mindful of him, that you want even conversation and dialogue with us, Lord, that you you love us to talk to you and to, to worship you and to... Um, Let's reason together, you say. Let's talk together about things. We like little ants. You're this great, big, amazing God in control of us and, and wanting fellowship with us. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Father. You sent your Son for us. Thank you that you sent the very thing that you loved more than anything to save the people that you want to have fellowship with, Lord. Thank you that you had this plan from the beginning. I, I praise you that you've got a master plan. And I'm so um, I'm so thankful that you've invited us all into your master plan. Lord, I thank you that, you, that uh, Jesus prayed that we would all be one and that in knowing Jesus, we would know you, Lord. And I just thank you, Heavenly Father, um, maker of heaven and earth, yet you would want to bend down and touch us and and love us and we are so grateful and um lord just praise you amen praise you heavenly father that you are the alpha the omega you are the beginning and you're the end uh, as we prayed you set all the stars in place you were there at the beginning and lord you will be there at the end, at the end we can't imagine, Lord. It's beyond understanding. But it, Lord, it just sounds so wonderful, the heavenly Jerusalem that's going to come down to earth. 
um, in a way we can't imagine. Every eye will see, will see you. Father God, we thank you for that wonderful plan. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, Father, that um, you are the God who is outside of us, Lord. You are in us, Lord, but you are outside of us. And Father, we live in times where everybody, so many people, Lord, their reference point is their, their, their own selves. And they do, everybody seems to do what is right in their own eyes, Lord. And Lord, I thank you, Father, that we have a reference point which is beyond us, Lord. And we have a reference point which is you, Lord Jesus, the cross, Lord, and the loving Father behind it, Lord. And Lord, I pray, Father, help us not to, because those who look at themselves will get lost and walk around in circles. But those who look beyond themselves will see Christ and will walk and follow and not get lost, Lord. So I bless you and thank you, Father, that you are beckoning us onwards evermore, Lord, until we arrive to the heavenly, um, the heavenly city, Lord, which is Jerusalem. And Father, I bless you and thank you. And Lord, I pray that this church, Lord, will pick up stragglers along the way, Father, um, that we will show others there is a reference point that is not within them, but um, in the distance, Lord. And his name is Jesus, Lord. We bless you and thank you. Amen. Okay, we're going to finish our time of worship with um, one more song. we we'll sing Reckless Love. Thanks, Ellie, and thanks, Charlie, for those selections. Um, now, as we know, it's it's Remembrance Sunday today. It's just about 11 a.m. I know there's been a movement to uh, have people stand on their doorsteps for the two-minute silence. So if uh, if people would like to do that, then that's great. If not, um, please stick around and we'll start our silence uh, remembrance just now. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I'll just say a, a, a prayer of remembrance and then uh, I'll ask Sue to bring us family time. Heavenly Father, uh, thank you that we have the privilege of living in a relatively peaceful, stable country. And as Andy says, sometimes that, uh, sometimes that, rolls over into people being so focused on their individual needs but lord one of the reasons for that is that we do live in peace and stability and we know lord that 
unfortunately that's um that's not just not that that stuff doesn't always just happen lord sometimes there are huge sacrifices that are made by uh by normal folk uh to to preserve that peace and to preserve the the things that we hold dear lord so father we do uh remember those whose lives have been given and and lives have been taken uh through through uh through various wars um father generations that have been uh changed and scarred by the by the the horrors of conflict lord and father we we pray for them we pray for their families and lord we pray for the the families of those who um who are in the armed services today father we want to live in a world where where we everybody can live their life through you to the fullest lord but we know lord that that doesn't always happen so father we we lift those those souls to you lord we pray your blessing on them and father we remember them today in your name amen sue um could i pass to you for family time and i think probably kids communion as well okay well slight change of gears we've been thinking about elijah uh, in our family time, and we're going to continue our story today. Last week, we heard from Justin how uh, Elijah prayed and God lit his altar, even though the altar was uh, covered with water. Uh, still, it burst into flames, and uh, the prophets of Baal were defeated, and um, uh, God had the most astonishing victory. So we carry on with our story today. King Ahab told Queen Jezebel what Elijah had done and that he had killed her prophets. She was so angry, she was furious. Uh, and so she sent a message to Elijah. You have killed my prophets. Now I am going to kill you. By this time tomorrow, she said. Elijah was afraid when he got the message and he ran away. He begged the Lord, I've had enough. Just let me die. I wonder if you ever feel like this. Well, Elijah ran to Mount Sinai and he hid in a cave there. The Lord spoke to him. He said, Elijah, why are you here? Elijah covered his face. I've always done my best to obey you, Lord, but they're trying to kill me and I'm all alone. Poor Elijah was so miserable. God spoke to him three times and told him he had more work for him to do. One of the jobs he had for Elijah was that he should go and find Elisha and tell him that God had appointed him to be the next prophet after Elijah. So Elijah found Elisha and Elisha went with Elijah. So we have to be careful not to get confused with these two prophets. One, the first one called Elijah and the second one, carried on and did many similar things called Elisha. It's easy to confuse them. Sometime later, Elijah and Elisha 
went together to the river Jordan. Elijah took off his cloak and struck the river. Amazingly, it parted and dry land appeared. They walked across to the other side. The Lord is going to take me away soon, said Elijah. What can I do for you before that happens, Elisha? Elisha was bold and he answered, I would like twice as much of your power as you gave to the other prophets. Elijah answered, you have asked for a difficult thing, Elisha. If you see me as I am being taken away, it will happen as you ask. Suddenly, a flaming chariot pulled by fiery horses descended from the sky. A strong wind blew and caught, carried Elijah up to heaven. Elisha cried out in sorrow. But Elijah's cloak had fallen off. Elisha picked it up and he walked back to the River Jordan. Will the Lord perform miracles for me as he did for Elijah? Elisha wondered. He struck the water and the cloak, uh, uh, sorry, he struck the water with the cloak and a dry path appeared. So Elisha took over from Elijah. He performed twice the number of miracles that Elijah did. And we'll be hearing more about Elisha in our family time next week. Elisha asked for God's power and he received it. I remembered that Jesus said, you will do greater works than me. Do you remember? Uh, if I go away and I leave the Holy Spirit with you. And in the book of James, I want to leave this with you. In the New Testament, James says this. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Elijah was human, just as we are. He prayed that it would not rain. And for three and a half years, there was no rain. Then he prayed that it would rain. And the rains came. So let's have the boldness of Elijah and Elisha today. In our church, let's believe that God can use us to do great and mighty things. He can give his power to us as we put our faith in him and as we receive his gift of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Okay, so now, children, we're going to have communion for you. Uh, before you join your groups uh, and uh, we're wearing poppies if we are because it's Remembrance Day and uh, we remember many many people who uh, died uh, in the past in wars and fighting uh, and so we are today we don't have to fight we're free we live in a free country with no wars as Rob uh, was saying but there's one big sacrifice uh, that we remember every day, not just once a year. And of course, that's the sacrifice that our Saviour Jesus made for us, so that we could be free, so that we could live a wonderful life, have our sins forgiven, and uh, receive his Holy Spirit as a free gift 
receive eternal life, receive forgiveness of our sins. So we take bread to remember his death and we drink uh, juice to remember that uh, Jesus shed his blood for us. So parents, if you'd like to share that with your uh, children now, that would be good. So as, as your parents break the bread for you, that's what Jesus did. He broke, broke his body on the cross. And before he died, he broke bread and said, remember me for his disciples. So that's what we do. We break the bread and we remember Jesus. And then we drink juice or, or adults would drink wine because that's what Jesus shared with his disciples before his death. And he said, this is my blood, which is shed for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Dear Father, we thank you that Jesus came. He lived his wonderful life. He died for us on the cross. And then, of course, we know he rose again from the dead. Hallelujah. But we remember now his death and his sacrifice. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Sue. Um, so now, children, now that you've uh, taken communion, I think it's time for you to go to your groups. Wait, don't go yet. Let me uh, pray for our children before they go out. Thank you. Heavenly Father, thank you for our children. And as Ellie prayed earlier on, thank you for your overwhelming fatherly love for them, Lord. Thank you that the love that you know for them, I can't even begin to imagine or begin to feel in my relationship with them, Lord. So thank you that you love them so much. Father, would you um, be with them in their in their time with uh, with Justin today? Would you give them? Would you inspire them? Would you sow the the, the seeds in their in their hearts that will uh, will lead them towards you, Lord? Thank you for their strength and their resilience at this time. Thank you that they are so um, so precious to all of us. Thank you for the um, the fun and the intrigue that they bring to to our lives and to our church life as well. Um, in Jesus' name, Amen. Yeah, in terms of our Zooming on a morning, we need to remember um, uh, folks that can't actually join us, um, conscious that um, I, I did set up Mark and and Dave this morning, and uh, Dave did join us on the phone, uh, but Mark doesn't seem to have managed to uh, to have got in. So uh, just remember our friends who, who actually are not, not able to um, access the, the, the Zoom as, as we are doing so now. Um, now, this Wednesday is a, uh, an alpha evening. And uh, as I mentioned in my e-news, the, 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 it was due to start last Wednesday. And we had four folks who were ready to start it. But three sort of said, oh, dear, we can't make this Wednesday. Can we start next? So um, that's what's actually happening uh, this week. So Alpha will be starting this Wednesday and uh, it, it kicks off at 7.45 and uh, it will be the the usual, showing the usual Alpha video um, with Nikki Gumbel and, 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 and others. They've got an up-to-date version of it now. And the usual opportunity for chat and questions and discussion 
um, that will that will go with this. The, the big missing factor, of course, is the meal. So, um, which is a shame, but uh, we're, we're working on that, and we just trust that God will use this time to reach people who are able to join us uh, on Zoom. Pray for Andy as he leads it. Um, and if you'd like to join, or if there's still, a, you know, at this late stage, someone that you think might be able to join, uh, then uh, do uh, do invite them. Uh, don't don't randomly spread the uh, the Zoom link, please, uh, on on social media. But do invite anyone personally, and uh, you will be able to find the Zoom link um, in in one of the emails that you've had from us. Uh, in the last couple of weeks. Um, one other thing that we, uh, I'll be mentioning a little bit more about later, but um, there is um, a call to prayer, a UK call to prayer from the Evangelical Alliance. And it will be for this coming Friday. Uh, for those uh, who note these things, it's actually Friday the 13th, which I think is a great day to pray. <laughs> um, anyway, what we are, are planning, so uh, different churches are doing different things, or you might get, you know, people are doing it individually, joining in, in prayer in some way, um, and different churches are doing different things. So what we'll be going for is a, a rolling Zoom prayer meeting and what we're going to be inviting you to do is to set aside on friday evening between five o'clock and ten o'clock half an hour and we're going to invite people to join a zoom meeting at quarter of an hour intervals OK, so we will be wanting you to choose a slot when you will stay for half an hour to pray um, and they will be at quarter of an hour intervals. That means that when you join, there will be someone else there with you and that person will probably leave halfway through and someone else will join. And so there will always be two people praying and in any given half hour, three people. So uh, if that makes sense, it, it, it's, it's actually quite simple. But <laughs> what we will want you to do is to sign up and we'll get the information of this out uh, during the week to sign up for one of those half hour slots, which will occur at quarter of an hour intervals. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll send out an email to that effect and uh, there will be on the screen when you join, there will be on the screen ideas for prayer as we pray for our nation, as we pray for our communities, as we pray for the church and we pray for ourselves. Um, then there will be ideas for prayer on the screen as, as you do so. So that's what's coming up this week. Um, I think that's probably the main things to mention for notices. Thank you, Rob. Great, thank you, Martin, and obviously be looking out for the uh, for the emails to to digest that further. 
Um, okay, so now we move to the part of our time together where we focus uh, very much on communion. And I have got um, sitting about eight feet above me is Kaz, who also happens to be my wife. Well, I happen to be a husband, which is very round you look at it. Uh, and she is going to uh, share uh, a, a communion talk related to remembrance and then take us through communion itself. Uh, so I'm just going to pray for you quickly, Kaz, and then uh, I'll hand over to you. Heavenly Father, thank you for Kaz. Thank you, Lord, that she is... Uh, a strong woman um, founded in your word, Lord. Thank you, Father, for um, her kindness, her grace, uh, and the the love that she has for so many people, Lord. And Father, would you be with her as she shares with us? Holy Spirit, would they be spirit-filled words that come out of, of her mouth? And Father, would we be receptive to what she has to share? In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Right, Kaz, over to you. Thank you. I'll just uh, let me give you a couple of minutes, everyone, just to grab your communion uh, bread and wine. If you want to do that, get that ready. Thank you. OK, we'll get we'll get going. Good morning, everybody. First of all, I should say I've made it. I've crocheted a poppy just for the occasion. Thank you. Yes. Thumbs up. You're very good. <laughs> um, right. I'm just I'm going to take us through communion today. It won't be a, a long bit. Uh, mainly because I get very nervous and don't like talking even on Zoom and I can't even get, I can't really see some of you. So that's, uh, so I'll, I'll just go through this uh, and take us through to communion. Deep breath. When I was a reporter at the Argus, I had the great um, honour of witnessing a chap called Henry Allingham receive uh, the Légion d'honneur, my best French accent, which is the... Um, France's highest military and I think civic honour. Um, you probably remember Henry. He was he was an Eastbourne resident, and at the grand old age of 113, when he died, he'd served in the First World War. Um, and at this after the ceremony where he received this this incredibly important medal, I got to talk to him about what it was like to serve in the First World War. It honestly was the highlight of my career. I, I can't think of anyone I would rather talk to than this chap. He was fascinating. Um, and the thing that st had stayed with him throughout his hundred odd years on earth, having fought in the war, the First World War, were, were, the, were the animals that he fought alongside on the battlefield. Um, the animals that died um, and particularly the horses that he had then, he and his fellow comrades had eaten because they were starving and desperate. Um, and it really had this memory had stayed with him for so long, along, of course, with all the uh, friends that he'd, that he'd lost along the way, surrounded by mud and death. Um, he, was, he was a fascinating man, and, it, and I, I'm so privileged to have spoken to him about the First World War. He also told me, incidentally, that the secret to long life was whiskey and women. But I think that might be a, a separate story. Uh, collectively, as a nation today, um, as citizens, as relatives of, of people that have fought in wars, we, we feel within ourselves the um, importance of Remembrance Sunday uh, for deliberately remembering 
and we know that this this act it's not just a memory it's not just thinking about the past um and letting it wash over us remembrance is a, has, has far more depth and texture and emotion it's very rich um and uh, and like today it's deeply symbolic it's a bittersweet act it recalls war and great evil but also great bravery and it tells us a lot about our own our own characters through rituals like remembrance sunday we keep the commands that god gave to his people when moses gave the people the command about keeping the feast of unleavened bread he said this and it shall be to you as a sign on your hand and as a memorial between your eyes that the law of the lord may be in your mouth for with a strong hand the lord has brought you out of egypt you shall therefore keep this statute at its appointed time from year to year. So remembering is important. It's a God-given statute. Is it comfortable to remember? Not always. Persecution, our rebellion, God's work, our restoration. It's not always a straight line in our lives. And sometimes we don't come out of it all that well. But does it remind us that God always keeps his word, despite how many times we get it wrong and perhaps we don't keep ours? Just for a minute, consider the act of not remembering, of not setting aside times and dates to take part in deliberate acts of remembrance. Is it really that important? What's the worst that could happen? Life goes on. Uh, the wartime generation numbers only relatively few and maybe it's time to leave the past well alone. Many probably do already. Those who don't follow a religion, who don't attach significance to religious holidays, just enjoying a break from work is enough. But what would happen if we all collectively forgot? Paul tells us exactly what would happen when people don't remember exactly who God is and what he's done. In Romans 1, we read, and since they didn't see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They're full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. In short, failing to remember God leads to the very breakdown of the fabric of our society. Failing to remember is every bit as deliberate as remembering and it's something that God has as, as a saying um, at multiple times in the Bible it's used as a punishment on his enemies David says um, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their cry the face of the Lord is against those who do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth God uses this threat of erasure complete forgetfulness as a punishment for wrongdoing blotting out a family's name from the earth, erasing their ancestry. This was the threat that made even kings, probably especially kings uh, like David, quake. Remembering is such a biblical act. It's a series of Jewish traditions and we see it so clearly demonstrated through communion. We see Jesus as he commemorates with his friends that terrifying night when the angel of death cast his cold shadow across Egypt bringing bloodshed and horror, but ultimately sparing God's people, the Passover. Every time we enter into remembrance of communion, we are cast right back to that last meal with Jesus. We're there, remembering his words, knowing what comes next. 
this act of hope recalls that amazing utterance of Jesus on the cross, even at the point of death, answering the plea of a criminal who just says, remember me, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Almost in the same breath that he reassures the man that he'll join him in paradise. We hear that gut-wrenching cry as Jesus asks, begs to know why his own father has abandoned and forgotten him. Remembrance is not nostalgia. It's not thinking about a better time. It's not living with the shame of a broken past. It's about Jesus. It's about being with him in his life, his death and his resurrection. It's asking the Holy Spirit to remind us that we are his jewels, the very names taken before God's throne room, written in a book of remembrance. It's the rhythm of our lives and the, and the hope of a better life to come. As we come to communion now, Let's see it as an act of remembrance that spans time and history. And let's see Jesus, who anchors us every day in his great promises and through his great sacrifice. I'm just going to pray. Father, thank you for those who sacrificed their lives so that we can live so much more freely. Thank you for Jesus, our living sacrifice and Passover lamb. We lift to you all those affected by war and we ask for peace in our world. Help us to come to you hopeful and free from shame, eager to share in your meal. We love you and we remember everything you've done for us. In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. And I'll leave you now to just have a few minutes to share communion, uh, either on your own or with families or or whatever situation you're in. And we take the bread first and we break the bread as Jesus did. And he recalled the words that Jesus said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And after the meal, he took the wine and he said, this is my blood poured out for you. Drink this and remember me. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to pass over to Martin now to lead us through some prayer. We'll just say this simple prayer together um, as a thank you, as a thanksgiving, and also to uh, see it as a, a launch pad as, as Christ goes with us. We, we feed on him by faith and he sends us out in the power of his spirit. So let's pray this together. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us by faith with the body and blood of your son, Jesus. Through him, we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your spirit to live and to work to your praise and glory. Amen. It just occurred to me, Christ in heaven, his, his heart is touched every time, every time. And this is like millions of people today all around the earth are taking the bread and the wine like we have just done. And Jesus in heaven is saying, 
my people are remembering me my people remember me and how his heart must be thrilled he laid down his life to win to himself a people of his name and we are that people and some have already joined him in glory and we have yet to to to, to, to see him in glory but while we're still on earth there's a people and we remember him and our hearts are joined together with those saints already in glory our hearts we are joined with them today as we celebrate uh communion together um hi everybody kaz really well done that was that was good you may not have i don't know what you thought of it but i thought it was excellent um <laughs> so well done um really well done there seems to be um a, wi a wisdom in the bible that is that is to do with remembering um there is also a wisdom about not remembering that is the lord says i will remember your sins no more um and i thank the lord for that one because um you know whenever i i am tempted to remember my sins the lord tells me don't go there but there is uh, in terms of the wisdom of remembering um there is when we when we get to heaven and the and the bible tells us that the heavenly city is paved with gold it says that the gates are, are um are, are made from huge pearls it says that the foundations of the city are made with precious stones and um and whenever i've thought about that it seems that what we shall remember in heaven is the sacrifice um and the suffering of um of, of christ um, and the apostles and that's so when we walk on on um, when we go through the gates of heaven through the pearls we remember the sacrifice of Christ the great suffering of Christ because he is the he is the pearl of great reward and when we walk on the the, the gold uh, the, the streets paved with gold all gold is refined by fire and so we, we, will, we will remember that um, that those who have gone before us have been refined by fire and the, the precious stones, which are the foundations, um, which are the apostles, precious stones are, are, are created by great heat and great crushing. Um, and again, that speaks to us of, um, of suffering. So when we walk, when we walk the streets of heaven, we shall, we shall remember um, the great suffering of those who went before us. And we shall ever be thankful never to repeat the um the sins of, of of adam and eve again so that was it but kaz thank you very much rob over to you thanks andy yes kaz thank you for that and something that kaz would never do and i'm going to do and i'm probably going to get in trouble for it later is to tell you that actually kaz's talk was adapted from an article that she wrote for premier christianity magazine uh, and she gave the she gave the highlights there um but if you did want to read more about uh, Kaz's reflections on um, remembrance and uh, and our faith, then uh, Premier Christianity is the uh, is the place that you can that you can do it. Um, so loosely linked to remembrance, you may recall or remember that at the start of uh, what feels like an incredibly long lockdown period. Um, but actually was uh, about seven and a half months or so ago, 
Um, there was a video that uh, went viral on the internet, certainly within Christian circles, and I think probably beyond. Uh, and also, it was played, uh, I think, at least once uh, on one of our Zoom calls, if not, if not twice. Uh, and it was by John Groves, and he spoke very uh, eloquently and passionately about the hope uh, he was seeing for revival and for more and more people um, coming to the Lord. Um, he'd had a picture um, of, of uh, strongholds being uh, being attacked, and uh, the bit that certainly stayed with me was um, helicopters, helicopters of all different shapes and sizes uh, flying in over these strongholds and letting down uh, ladders and then people climbing up to, uh, to salvation, I believe. So we thought it would be a good moment as we... Uh, as we enter the new uh, lockdown period, just to, to look at that video again and reflect on it, um, pray into it, and just give ourselves time to consider um, how, if and how we feel uh, that that is playing out, and if and how there are more things that we uh, individually or as a church could be could be doing to um, you know to, to 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 kind of live through this prophecy. A few weeks ago, when I had first heard that UK blessing uh, sung by a number of musicians from different streams and denominations, I think organised by Tim Hughes, that wonderful blessing sung over the UK using the words from number six, verses 24 to 26, the words that Moses used over the people of God, over Israel. When I first heard that a couple of weeks ago, I found it very moving and powerful. And just after that, I went out for a walk, my daily exercise. And uh, as I was walking, I was praying and praying for the nation and thinking about what was going on in our nation. And I found God spoke to me out of a powerful picture which he gave me. It really absorbed my imagination and my thoughts. It was quite a, a prophetic sort of picture that that uh, filled my mind as I walked along. Probably I was in a bit of a trance. I don't know what other people thought as I walked past them. But in this picture, I saw a great fortress, a great wall. And this wall was being bombarded by missiles and, and shells that were exploding against it. And it was a bit like in a video game, really. It wasn't quite like real life. It was a bit like a, a video game or a, or a film. And as these uh, missiles exploded against the wall, it began to crack and crumble. And then as it fell, it wasn't actually concrete, just like dust. It began to evaporate and, and just break up and dissolve. And then behind this wall, there were hundreds of thousands of people huddled in groups, looking scared and oppressed and depressed. But as the wall came down, they began to look amazed. Some still looked nervous, but they looked out and saw a whole landscape they'd never known beyond the wall. And then as I was looking at that, just absorbed in the picture, I heard the sound of helicopters, quite loud, persistent, growing, throbbing sound, you know, the sound of a couple of helicopters at first, but then it, it grew in magnitude. And as I turned around, I saw hundreds of helicopters. <clears throat> it was a bit like that scene in Apocalypse Now, though these were not war helicopters. They were very different. They were all painted bright yellow. They were different sizes and types. There were small ones, there were middle-sized ones, there were the big Chinook type ones. 
but they all had on their side a, a marking, a number, a W with a number, 29, 144, 561, and they were all bright yellow. And they came thudding across the sky over my head and then over the people. And the people were disturbed and slightly nervous. Many of them were very frightened, actually. The downdraft disturbed the ground around them. But quickly, these helicopters lowered um, harnesses, rope ladders, things right down in amongst the people. And many of the people grabbed onto them. They realised these were ways out of, of where they'd been. They were rescue helicopters and, and people grabbed them. Others put their children in the harnesses or, or grabbed their friends and, and, and grabbed onto one of the baskets that was lowered down. But a lot of people weren't happy and ran away or were scared or were put off by it. And the noise was quite significant. But gradually these helicopters filled up. Some only could take two or three, others could take scores of people and then they turn away loaded with people so they'd come back or others would come in and there were wave after wave of these helicopters and 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 that's just how the picture sort of faded and i felt god clearly saying to me the season you're in now is like the first part of the picture worship and prayer is bombarding the strongholds in this nation strongholds of consumerism strongholds of materialism strongholds of a sort of narcissistic attitude a self-centeredness strongholds of uh, obsession with what you have and with things that belong to you and your image and self-image even obsession with celebrities that these strongholds are being rocked and shaken and prayers and worship by my people are breaking through they're rocking it they will if keep praying keep worshiping keep your focus on me but that season will move on to another season because the strongholds are going to collapse and then I want my people to be rescuers now these helicopters were clearly rescue helicopters and I felt God said to me these represent churches and the reason they've got a W on the side is because they're all churches that preach my word they're not it's not about one denomination or one type but they are word based churches that preach the gospel that speak out the truth about Jesus and they are to go in and lower the rescue harnesses to people you will find many grabbing these harnesses many people will respond to the gospel in the next season and many will be rescued many will not want it and will run away but there will be many who grab eagerly at the truth when it's presented to them but they will not be saved just by the prayers just by the worship they need the word they need to hear the truth they need to know what to grab hold of they need to grab hold of it and they need to need to be lifted up into my churches who will care for them and look after them so i found that stirred me deeply and i, I went on praying and had quite a significant season of prayer about this nation i believe we live in extraordinary times let's take heed to what god's doing let's work hard to to prepare ourselves for rescuing the perishing but let's also give real attention to prayer and to worship so that we can break down say it's satanic blockages to the gospel Martin, I mean, I wanted to create a, a or leave a sort of a, a time for for people to 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 pray into that um, into that prophecy to to consider where we where we are um, 
in relation to what we're seeing and obviously the email that you sent around um, uh, in the last few days about the, the the number of people who signed up for Alpha is 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 in some ways an encouragement or is an encouragement. Um, but I don't know. Did, did you just have a few words that you wanted to share just before we we have a time of open prayer and worship? Um, no, not really. Just I um, <clears throat> I did feel it was um, uh, timely this call to prayer from the Evangelical Alliance, and uh, I would really encourage us to um, to to buy into that um, this coming Friday. And um, yeah, to, you know, those helicopters coming over, some collected large numbers, but some collected small numbers, but we're all on the same side and we're all bigger churches, smaller churches. And um, so I think particularly to be in prayer uh, for the Alpha, but also, you know, who knows what's going to happen, whether, um, you know, whether your next door neighbour might lose their job um, and or maybe, you know, I don't wish this on anyone, but maybe you'll use your job. But it, it will be, but the, the witness of Jesus in your life will be a witness to your neighbour uh, either way. And, uh, and to see this hope that God is somehow using this time to break down strongholds mm. in our nation. Yeah. And it's not, we're not through it yet. Uh, and and so maybe it's quite deep what God has got to do. But we continue in prayer and in worship in our hearts. Just uh, And as, as I understand worship, it's just honouring Jesus every day in our lives, uh, lifting him up in our hearts. It doesn't necessarily mean endless worship songs, it, but it is uh, honouring the Lord Jesus in our hearts um, every day and seeking to live for him uh, and to own him and honour him in our lives day by day. Oh Lord, Heavenly Father, that is a, um, a wonderful... Oh gosh, that is a... Wonderful picture, Lord, um, a wonderful vision that you gave to John Graves, Lord. I thank you for that. I thank you that it's, um, it is very encouraging for us uh, to, 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 to pray into that, Lord. And uh, I pray, Lord God, that you would show um, each, each one of us, Lord, um, what part we have to play. Um, in, in rescuing, Lord, in rescuing others, Lord. Lead us and guide us, Lord, I pray, by your Spirit in this and, um, and help us, Lord, to just keep on worshipping you, to worship you throughout the, the day, Lord, at whatever we're doing, wherever we're at. Help us, Lord, just to lift you up for your name to be glorified, Lord. Um, so I just ask this in your name, Jesus. For your sake and for the sakes of, of all those, Lord God, who you died for. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name. Amen. Lord, I just think uh, when you pray, when we pray for the world, the thought is seems insurmountable. But um, praying in your power, Lord, it's not insurmountable, Lord. I just pray 
that you will encourage our hearts to seek you for our country, for our area, for our churches, Lord, that you'll put your Holy Spirit with a, a fervour in our hearts. You'll stir us up, Lord God, that we would look to you and not to our own ideas, but to you, Lord. And I pray that by your Holy Spirit, you'll inspire us encourage us to lay down our lives, to pray for our brothers and sisters and to pray for those who are stranded, Lord, that you would help us, you would teach us how to roll down those ladders, Lord, that we would be in a place that we would be um, with, a, with a joyous heart, extend our hand out and pull them up, Lord. And I just pray, encourage us, Lord. I, I feel very inadequate and I just thank you that it's not by my strength, it's by yours. Amen. Yeah, Lord, just thank you, Lord, you're showing to us as a church, Lord, that you don't always speak through scientific or educational or what we see in the normal way, Lord. You speak through dreams and visions. Narnia stories is, is, is an allegory, Lord, but it speaks to our lives, Lord, better than the normal way, Lord. And just thank you, Lord, for these pictures of helicopters, yellow helicopters flying around doing things, Lord which is a children's way of looking at things, Lord. May we look at the world in a different perspective, Lord, sometimes. Lord, may we not be so scientific as to miss out on the, 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 the way you're speaking to us, Lord, in dreams and visions and in, in different ways, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in these days, Lord. May you alter us that we will understand truth, Lord. Amen. Thank you, God, for the day you rescued us and made us keep this amazing salvation for ourselves, Lord, may we realize it. The, the friends we meet, Lord, help us to be bold as we talk and we meet and we have a laugh together, but Lord, oh, just help us to be brave enough to mention you, Lord, to bring you into the picture. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to pray for a friend of mine, Eloise, who... Um, Within this this picture, I can see her on a rope ladder below one of the um, rescue helicopters. She has been rescued previously, but she's tumbled out and um, she's clinging onto that ladder. And I know that she eagerly wants to climb up um, back into the arms of her rescuer. Um, I thank you, Lord, that she's accepted an invitation to Alpha, uh, that she she wants to be reconnected with you um, and I pray too for another friend who's still on the ground um, who I have dropped the ladder to and invited her and she hasn't accepted yet but Lord I, I just want to offer up Chrissy to you today as well um, and pray that she would be drawn towards her rescuer in your name I pray amen and Lord, we pray for Andy as he leads Alpha on, on Wednesday. We thank you for uh, that response uh, to, in a sense, that rope ladder um, coming down. Uh, and Father, we pray your uh, opening of the hearts and minds of, of those folk who go to that Alpha, uh, that your Holy Spirit might speak to them and they may recognize that this is uh, their saviour, this is the way, uh, and they need to grab hold and, and climb up that ladder into the safety of your helicopters. Father, we just thank you for this uh, tiny mission, in a sense, in this one small place of the world, 
but we pray that that may be magnified worldwide and that we may be part of a tremendous movement back to acknowledge your presence and your love and your mercy and forgiveness to all of us. Amen. Amen. And Lord, I want to pray that the pop-ups as people watch um, these kind of like YouTube clips and things like that. Lord, so many people do this. They pass their time doing this. Dear Father, the pop-ups, how many million people look at those pop-ups? Father, we pray that you, Lord, will control pop-ups. Lord, put testimonies, things like that. Lord, mm. may your word go forth. We pray in the name of Jesus that there will be a, a, a spread through all these methods and means uh, of uh, connecting with people, dear Father God, with, with looking, seeking you, seeking an answer, seeking the creator, seeking answers to life. Lord God, uh, Jesus has all of them, dear Father. And uh, we, we stumbled upon it, Lord. You drew us in. So, Father, we pray that with all means uh, at our disposal, you will use us, dear Father. Uh, we could send, we could send a few testimonies from YouTube. There's some brilliant ones on there. To our friends, have you seen this? Lord, give us, give us new thoughts, new ideas of how we can reach out and uh, drop down these uh, video, uh, these um, uh, ladders, ropes. Father... This is the most urgent thing, and it's now is the time. And Elijah was a human just like us. He had weaknesses. He ran away. He hid in a cave. He wanted to die. But you always, always have a word for those in caves. You can pull us. You always pull us back out. You don't leave us in there. Uh, and uh, we've all had those experiences, Lord, of, of you seeking us. Uh, and Lord, now we pray that you'll help us seek others. We pray in Jesus' name. He is the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. We're his humble servants. Thank you, dear God. Thank you. It's not on us. It doesn't rest on our shoulders. You're the master. You're the good shepherd. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the, um, for the hope that is in uh, John Groves' vision, Lord. Thank you, Father, that it gives us um, encouragement, that it gives us something to to really focus on, Lord, but help us to recognise and understand that while some of those people on those ladders are going to climb up like firemen, um, others aren't. Others are going to take a run at a time and it's going to feel like painfully slow, painfully slow progress, Lord. So, Father, if, we're, if, 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 if the churches are the helicopters, Father, just pray that you'll give us fuel, that you'll give us fuel for worship, fuel for prayer, or that we'll stay focused and that we'll stay faithful and that we will stay confident that this vision is going to, uh, that we're going to see this vision uh, lived out in, in, in our time, Lord. Father, just for, for us as living stones, give us patience, help us to stay the course, keep us motivated, but also... Um, and give us an understanding that these things will happen at your pace, not at ours, Lord. In this uh, era where we can have pretty much anything we want almost instantaneously, Father, let us know that this isn't uh, this is a marathon, not a sprint. That we're 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 playing the long game here. 
and that we things will not be worked out um, in a in a time that we necessarily desire, but in a time that you uh, that you command. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Say together, may the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another, in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. That's better. Uh, Okay, so I think that uh, probably brings our time our formal time together uh, to a close. Um, thank you for the big heart there, Sandy. Um, and uh, Martin, I assume we're going to keep Zoom open, are we, for people to have a, uh, a, a virtual coffee together after our after our service? So, um, yeah, bless, bless you all. Have a, a, a blessed week and look forward to reconvening from our living rooms next Sunday and obviously at the prayer meetings in the week. Thank you, Rob. Thank you so much, Kaz. Excellent word. And for everyone else who shared today, uh, what a great family of God. And we just are so glad that God's our Father and Jesus is our Saviour. So we have a great week together. And uh, if you can stay now for chat, you're welcome. Mm-hmm.